welcome to the Mystics Mission Podcast. We are your hosts, Ruby and Beth. Join us as we dive deep into the cosmos, the stars, and all things magic as we fulfill our mission and hope to lead people to theirs. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. We are your hosts, Ruby and Beth, and we are now in airy season oh my goodness yes we are we are out of the waters and into the fire straight in first of the astrological year it is airy season how are you feeling ruby yes yes i'm <laughs> not even gonna lie to you guys i'm glad to be out of the ocean as i as Oh, yeah, yeah, very much sank to the bottom and then <laughs> spent the whole season treading water. Um, so, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, literally laughing on the fact that water season was a tsunami that knocked me off my feet. But mm. I'm in my element, baby. I'm in my element. So I'm pretty, pretty. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yes, I am. So I am feeling alive. Let's just yes. say much. alive, ready ready for this new fantastic astrological year oh so much to come and um this is just the start really the fact we've got this going isis hell yeah hell yeah this is exactly where we need to be this is exactly where we wanted to be we didn't know that we were manifesting to start at this point now it's all become obvious that it was all aligned um mm, it's yes. no coincidence that you know after a water season comes a fire season so after being wet cold drowned in the waters <laughs> here we are ready to be warm and dry in fire yeah. let's talk about Aries season what have we got to expect from the energy the overall energy feeling right the overall energy let's just touch on what Aries is because some of you might really know the energy and others might not Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, the first sign of the wheel, the first season. It's very much an energy of I am. It is here to master the self. But it's also here not to be selfish. Wow, isn't that a catch? Hey, um, it is, yes, an amazing energy of mastery, pioneering. It's enthusiastic, it's independent, it's uh, uh, cardinal it comes up with the most amazing ideas and it brings things to life fire is light it is life it is the first element before earth before anything we have fire the whole of the universe um, was created from one spark and that I feel really encompasses Aries energy quite well it is the mm -hmm. spark in which everything comes alive from because after mm -hmm. Aries we go into earth and it's almost like we are in the fire we are in the light and then we transcend down to this planet and earth and that's that Taurusy energy that we have coming up after after this season um so yeah I feel like it's a really really good energy for getting things started and setting intentions um what do you think what would yeah you, you love Aries I'm thinking energy? Too. I do. I love Aries season. I, I love Aries energy in, in general. Yeah. Um, as someone that has a lack of fire, I really seek 
it in other people and I seek the energy of it from external sources to inspire me and I think what we can expect this season friends is you know inspiration flowing motivation it's going to be fast Mm -hmm. it's really driven and that's supported by all of the planets in the sky being direct right now yes but I think that's a point to be mindful of that it is fast it's gonna feel fast it's gonna feel on fire but there's a reason that the elements and the seasons are all aligned as they are Mm -hmm. Taurus is when we start to get things started it's a consistent persistent yeah exactly yes so get the ideas flowing get the juices flowing you know Aries is red it's about blood get mm-hmm. those like juices flowing yes. get the blood pumping. get the motivation yeah exactly get ready for the astrological year ahead um but be mindful not to take too fast action because yeah. Aries can get it's ruled by Mars so yeah. it can get you know too fast too speedy too ahead of itself impulsive it's very exactly yeah it can be impulsive. and impatient Mm -hmm. yeah which makes some of it and I mean impulse can be great because impulse is also knowing but but um Aries is the infant okay Aries is the first sign of the zodiac so it is in the sort of kind of age realm it is that sort of toddler-esque energy so the way that they know what they want they're impulsive they get it Mm. but sometimes they fall over trying to get it there's a bit of clumsiness to this energy which we absolutely see with our little link which is um Beth's son he when he was little we could really really see his strength in wanting to achieve things but at times the tact yeah (laughs) Aries is all about I'll learn the hard way yeah and that's the mastery of self it can be the mastery of self in that way can't it definitely yeah so it can be that more impulsive energy and like Beth just said you just have to be careful that you don't get away with yourself and Mm. I guess that's why Taurus is right there to catch Aries because it does ground the absolute f out of you after you've been up in the up in the card or in the cardinal fire reaching the Mm. sky pulling those dreams pulling those inspirations down but it's so good when we get into that earth that we do ground back down and we create the tangible because that is what Taurus is about it's about tangible energy so it, you are you enter this season to create but mm. like Beth just said all the planets are direct so this could be a very very quick 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 fast season I feel like we're gonna blink and then it's gonna be over like that yeah. that definitely feels like what this season has to hold um, but mm. I often feel like that with very seasons. Um, yeah, mm. it's very cardinal. So it is literally, if you imagine a lighter, isn't it? And you go. Pfft, pfft. Yeah, it's the, it's the starting of the flame. And let's not forget that fire reaches the highest of all. It is the direct link to spirit. So whilst we might say Pisces is a very spiritual sign, it's very psychic, that doesn't mean that any of the other signs cannot be. 100%. It's just a different way of getting there, different ways of using the energy to connect to source. So we might have been doing a lot of meditation and that kind of thing during Pisces season. We might be doing it a different way this season. Yes. And crystal energy is great to use for the difference in seasons as well. Um, 
Ruby, what's your crystals for Aries? We like to use, yeah, there are some crystals that go with Aries. Like I like bloodstone and diamond. It's one that actually goes with Aries. So Herkimer diamonds, white light energy, bloodstone's a really good one for grounding and it incorporates the blood. But I also mm. know you've got um, Beth, Beth with her sister business, Light Pillar GC, um, mm. Instagram at Light Pillar GC, has her own crystal kits. And you really spend yeah. time channeling, feeling, the energy of each sign and really doing I guess your research on it and what you felt was the best and I love those packs so do you want to tell us what you found to be really a lovely energy for Aries to work with? Yeah so the crystal packs that I do were I really tried to to find crystals that symbolize the energy that really encompass the energy of the sign rather than these are the best crystals to use for this sign because maybe they balance out the energy of the sign. What I tried to do was use crystals to bring out the, the you know, heighten the energy of the yes, sign. So if you quality. don't have much Aries and you want to use Aries energy, Ooh. I wanted a pack that, you know, you could grab and Ooh, use yes. Aries energy. So the, the crystals I really think connect to and, and, you know, symbolize and represent Aries energy are uh, red jasper, which is a really grounding yeah. crystal. It connects to the root chakra, but it's confident and it's protective. Yes. So it brings out those qualities in people, you know, confident and protective. And you need to ask the crystals what to do for you. So you want those kind of qualities from the crystal. That's what you <clears throat> need to be asking it for. Um, Carnelian, another one. And both of these crystals are like an orangey ready carnelian's a little bit more translucently but yeah the the red jasper is a really deep sort of ready orangey kind of color carnelian um brings out leadership skills which is very aries very very they are the leaders and the warriors and the pioneers and that's what i actually liked about what you just said about jasper too it's a pioneering warrior so if it's protective let me just tell you guys fucking Aries is pretty protective they're the warriors yeah. of the zodiac so they are literally yeah. the, the army that we send in to make sure everyone's going to be safe that's how I like to see yes, it and the Taurans come they and are. build it they come and build the yeah. houses but the, they're the pioneers and the warriors so I love that for the Jasper yeah. and the Carnelian yeah uh and then citrine so citrine's very energetic it's very high energy mm-hmm. um it's something that if you have high energy I probably wouldn't sleep next to for example because it is very you know it it does get the everything flowing it brings out ideas and it is very energetic um when I say energetic I mean high energy all crystals are energetic yeah, um, and it imitates Aries's energy in that cardinal sense you know and it it brings out the motivation to start new projects for example which is very mm. Aries Aries likes to get things started 100%. likes to come up with the ideas um and then I've got tiger's eye, which isn't part of the pack, but I also think the tiger's eye is pretty, pretty good for Aries energy because it is, again, that protective, it's that tiger, you know, that kind of energy of protection and yeah. the warrior and the leader at the top mm. of the food chain. Um, and again, bloodstone, which is, it aids in the regeneration of cells and tissues uh, and it helps to quiet in the mind. So that probably does, like you said, balance out the Aries yeah. energy a little bit and connects yeah. to the cell generation and the blood. Yeah. So if you yeah. are spinning out, that's a really good one to use. I feel um, the bloodstone and the diamond is because of the strength. It's so yes. strong. It's the strongest yes. one. It cuts glass. So again, it really emanates and shows the strength of 
Aries, because with the mastery of self, it is about things coming your way in a way that make you strong, that create independence. Mm. So guys, with signs, you're, you have that manifested energy come towards you to teach that. So a big, a big part of Aries energy is bravery but they're not born brave. They have to learn it. So how they learn it is by putting themselves in situations that takes courage so that Mm. once they face that, they feel brave. Now I have an Aries moon, so I know this energy quite well. And I remember my journey into astrology when I unpacked the Aries energy, it resonated so deeply with me that I was like, again, when you believe you're one star sign, (laughs) It gets confusing, but then once you unlock your whole star chart, which by the way, we'll have a whole episode on guys. We won't be going into necessarily the whole star chart today, but hold tight because an episode's coming. But once I'd looked Mm -hmm. at my star chart, I'd seen that my moon was Aries. Now moon is the most inner part of you. It is you, it is your soul. It's what you come in as. And I was put in a lot of positions as I grew that created bravery. To the point that even now to this day, I am always putting myself in certain positions to bring in that bravery, to create that courage. It's part of my mission as an Aries moon to really cultivate that. So there is a real level of bravery to Aries, but it is about the fact that they put themselves in that position to create that bravery. And I guess this is when the impulse, we step into situations before we even think, and then that creates bravery also. So it's not that we're telling, it's not that we're guiding um, Aries not to be impulsive. It's just something that you've got to be aware of. It's never going to mm-hmm. go away with this energy and it is so necessary, but with all energy, we have to manage it. We have to maintain it. Same with the self part. There is a difference between selfish and being there for the self. If you're hurting people, and you're not acknowledging that you're hurting people with who you are and yourself in ways, and I mean a lot of people, there has to be a moment where you have that mastery mastery moment where you go, okay, maybe I am being too concerned with my ego and myself than actually serving collective energy because we are part of a collective here. We come from one and through our own authenticity and expression, we bring harmony to the collective, but it's always going to come back to collective energy. As much as we need to put boundaries up, we need to protect ourselves. We still need to understand we are part of collectives, that mm-hmm. we are here to love and be loved. So we must make sure that we don't block these, block this energy. And mm-hmm. that's what I mean, I suppose, around the selfish, because it's quite hard. It's quite a hard word to unpack because so many people go against themselves (laughs) and we don't want that we don't want anyone going against themselves but there has to be a line with being selfish and then also self-mastery which I'm still figuring out (laughs) because I'm a fucking Aries moon um but yes it's just something that I definitely feel with this energy and Mm. even going back to what you said earlier Beth with the the channels. This is what I mentioned in the first episode about everyone having access. It's just in a different way. So yes, you could see water as the energy that feels, but fire is the energy that knows. So yes, water fills the room beautifully and it's empathic and it's spiritual and it's psychic. Fire is psychic too. Fire just has a knowing and it gets there quicker. 
So instead of having to fill the room, it knows the fucking room's fucked. (laughs) (laughs) We don't hold back. (laughs) And don't get me wrong, Scorpios get there quite quick. But with our, with our little fish and our crab, they got to go around and fill the whole space. And then they go, whoa, I'm yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. But Scorpios I like to fill is, I always describe them this way, water on fire. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's a original ruling planet is Mars. So it's like boiling water. And they tell you how it is if they need to. So it can come across quite fiery because you can be like, whoa, but it's yeah. just their stinger. So again, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And like with air, with air, it's highly intelligent and logical. So that's a gift in itself because mm. if anything we've learned from this year, it's that not everyone has air energy. <laughs> not everyone has logic. <laughs> So again, it's really beautiful. And then what do you need to ground all this stuff? You need earth. Yeah. Yeah. So that's earth. And that is what earth is here to do. And it is mystical and magical, but it's earth. And we really fucking need it because otherwise we'd all be spinning Mm. out and swimming and setting shit on fire. (laughs) Yeah. Going crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Like calm it down contained the water will be contained here the fire will be contained here. <laughs> and the air can uh, around me so yeah I really feel like that with the elements and me and you me and Beth absolutely even before we unlocked all of our astrology journey and all of the you know to where we are now we've always <laughs> had a shared love for elements haven't we we just have definitely always it. it's just and something. we do do things very differently yeah. Like you can tell the elements in us in that you're, you get to things quicker. And I'm like, hold up. I'm oh, not there awesome. yet. <laughs> Literally, I'm not there yet. I'm going to need a couple of weeks to get to where you're at. Because yeah. I need to feel and I need to make sure that things are fucking safe before I take action. <laughs> where is this brave cunt already fucking in the boiling water? Oh my God. She's you're shot like, the arrow. I told you. On fire. <laughs> and honestly my sister rules me the fuck in like my sis she's the one that literally goes are you sure (laughs) I'm not gonna lie I'm the fire brigade (laughs) sometimes you might also know me as the what what's the words I'm looking for it's the fire firework the fire marshal the fire brigade I'm quite good at pissing on Ruby's fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's definitely mastered that one. <laughs> but, but sorry, I'm laughing so much. <coughs> right, regain, regain. But she is the <laughs> she's the wind beneath my wings as well. Like genuinely, she's that Hell Gemini yeah. air that wafts me the fuck up as well. That's like, go on, go on, higher, higher, <laughs> higher. And I'm like, okay, you can do okay, it. You can do it. You can do <laughs> we definitely bring out the best in one another and the most daring in one another. 
<laughs> same with me i'm ready to push her off that cliff guys don't you worry the, the way she gets the piss out i've got the boot out i'm like right woman you've got the parachute on time to jump all right oh <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah for sure so, yeah <laughs> basically we're in an awesome season <laughs> and we're starting yeah. up the new year and as you can see Beth and I laugh a lot. You're going to get a lot of laughing on here. <laughs> but while we're talking about beginnings, why don't we touch on actually how we aligned? Because we didn't meet in England, guys, believe it or not. I know, no. I know. We sound nothing alike because we're from different places <laughs> of England, but we sound English. We do both sound English. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, and we probably to others they'd be like nothing alike I thought you sounded quite similar no we don't I'm from <laughs> London <laughs> and I'm not not <laughs> so what I think we'll do is we'll yeah let you guys know a little bit about us and how we collided so you can really kind of ground yourselves in our energy and um, I think mm. this will be yeah our little episode one about you know how do we meet? I take take it away, Beth, because I took the mic yesterday. Right. So I've got the mic. I'm on it. I'm on You've it. You've got the mic. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm from a small town in England in the southwest. So if you know the UK, I'm from down in the southwest, from Somerset, where the cider's made. Um, mm. The accent down there is a little bit stronger. Um, and yeah, I grew up in a small town. All my family were in the same area quite a big family my mum's one of five my dad's one of four no one had really left the town that I lived in um I was a child performer Leo Southnode often <laughs> we become performers as children we go back to the energy that we know um so yeah did a lot of performing which is an, another thing that Ruby and I both have in common yeah 100%. um yeah so uh yeah I grew up Mum and dad stayed in the same. They're both very earthy people. I have a very earthy family. Virgo runs deep in our blood. Mm. Um, my dad's a Virgo son. I believe my mum is a Virgo rising. My brother and sister are Virgo risings, and I've got a Virgo moon. So, uh, yeah. And my kids, they've got Raven's got a Virgo moon. My stepson Johnny's got a Virgo moon, and Link has got a sixth house moon. So he's got the Virgo the Virgo energy as well of the moon Virgo um so right. yeah Virgo is definitely a very important energy in my life um and connected to all the people within it um so I grew up went to school and then went to university um I faced some I guess like upset my nan had early early onset Alzheimer's and I lost my auntie and my mum got cancer all within Mm. the same year my auntie died and then a month or two later my mum was diagnosed with cancer so it was a bit like during my teens there was some um, disruption I guess and some upset but even at that age we used to say and I still believe to this day my nan having Alzheimer's was a blessing in disguise like it was all aligned because she mm. wouldn't have been able to watch my auntie die and my mum go through cancer all within the same year mm. you know like 
even at that age, we knew that everything happened for a reason. So mm. my, I was raised a vegetarian. My uncle was a vegan. My nan was a vegetarian. We had very uh, holistic upbringing as such. It was very healthy. Like I said, the Virgo is really strong in my family. So um, our ethics and morals and values were all based around, you know, human humanitarian and service. protecting animals and mm. service and mm. um, which has manifested as an adult, probably as people pleasing, because that can be one mm. of those attributes of the Virgo energy is that they're here to serve and that can become confused with mm-hmm. people pleasing. Mm. there's a there's a purpose for serving right we still need to be authentic with it yeah um definitely so yeah and uh I've got a Gemini son and my mum's a Gemini son but my brother and sister are twins so they're double Capricorn twins which means they've got a sun and moon Capricorn twins on Christmas day by the way born on Christmas day yeah I don't know I just think Christmas babies are a bit wow yeah wow Yeah, yeah the chances yeah um and Mm, yeah growing up my brother and sister were the twins but also my mum and I I felt like we were the twins as well because we were both Gemini's I was always told I was a Gemini I always resonated with the Gemini energy except being a gossip um, and (laughs) two-faced although we like to collect information so it can be a bit gossipy Um, and my mum and I have always had this I can't even explain it even before my spiritual awakening this connection where we would know what the other one was thinking or saying and since I've been in Australia and I've been in Australia for coming up 10 years um we still now go to call one another and we'll say oh my goodness I just picked up the phone to call you and when I had my son um my mum was actually on the plane at the time and um she went as soon well when she was on the plane she had this overwhelming feeling of um fear and like something had happened and she just kept saying to my dad something's happened I think she's had a cesarean there's an emergency of some sort and when she touched down I'd actually messaged her to say that my son was born with dislocated knees so my little airy son who was super active very um energetic very you know that Aries energy of direct assertive Mm. wanting to get to like Mm. be active straight away was born with these knees that were back to front basically so that was a a little bit of trauma that didn't last very long admittedly it was only three months of um correct corrective situation like um intervention essentially it wasn't Um, my mum it's very different a lot of you might have experienced hips but I know um because I've known Link his whole life um it's very different so even with the knees um yeah doctors at first were like we don't know what to do it was only one doctor wasn't it that was like I've seen Mm. this before so it's just that rare and I just thought I'd jump in because it was a part of your journey which we will probably go into those deeper bits in our spiritual awakening episode but yeah it was definitely such an intuitive pull from your mum definitely um, because she just knew bang on especially mm. with everyone was your sister was there your husband was green <laughs> yeah because of the fear of that um yeah. And yeah so I just wanted to just say that as well because it was pr- a pretty powerful moment of connection between mother and daughter yeah for sure and I do think that that's that Gemini and my mum's got a Scorpio moon and I've got a Scorpio rising so we're very much mm. connected and we always have mm. been um so coming out to Australia 
I finished my degree. I went into, I've got a degree in sports and PE teaching. So completely different to what I'm currently doing. Um, but that was my background. I loved yeah. exercise and always, again, that Virgo thing of, you mm. know, um, oh. health and holistic and mm. um, yeah, the body. Um, so I came out to Australia to be a nanny. And last, I, I went to Emerald. I don't know if anybody knows the area. I definitely hadn't researched much about it. It's central Queensland. And I, at the time of coming out to Australia, had such severe anxiety, I could not sleep. I knew, well, I literally thought everything and everyone was out to kill me. I'm sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing, guys, because I know her so well. <laughs> Just seeing her, it's like... <laughs> I lived on Guys, property, hundred acres to, of red desert. If you've been to England, if anyone's been to England, you'll know how condensed it is. Okay, so you'll know how small everything is, how close everything is. I I ended up in Toowoomba, like when in my story, it was a shocker. Like it was terrifying. Yeah, we didn't I'm know. Sorry, but Jeepers Creepers, dudes! Like if you've ever watched it, Jeep, but no, what was the other one? The um... Wolf Creek. That, yeah, that one. Watch that you know, just before like, I came out. We really got a shocker. And when I got put in, like, from living on London tubes yeah. to in the middle of, like you said, a <laughs> yeah, it just it's just a little bit, little bit of a culture shock. But moving yeah, on. I didn't yeah. sleep for three months. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I did get a taster of what it was like to be a mother in that small because I had four children to look after and I didn't sleep so you can imagine you know I sort of knew what was coming when I had kids but you know you don't really know don't really um, know either yeah you don't really know as well uh, and then moved <laughs> to Brisbane <clears throat> moved to Brisbane got a job I was never staying in Australia I was the most homesick person you'd ever have met I I knew during my life I knew I was coming out to Australia and I can't tell you why I just always used to say I'm going to go to Australia at some point I don't know why I'm not a surfer I like I like hot weather but I don't like I wasn't obsessed with it and we had access to Europe and like places like Egypt was a common holiday destination so you know I can't tell you why I had in my head but obviously it was my path um, and now I know no. Yeah. as a conscious human I know that I always knew that I was coming here for my like as part of my life path um but yeah and it's also I just in your chart isn't it because then you discovered it yeah. in your chart too yeah <clears throat> foreign <throat> marriage definitely yeah um and became a manager of a, of a restaurant um and the rest, they say, is pretty much history. I, stay, I got offered sponsorship and yeah. I was always doing it temporarily to go back. Met my husband. And yeah, the rest is history. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't go back. Yeah. And then that's when I can jump in because that restaurant is where we collided. It was. It was. So I Synchronistically. Synchro, you know, magically, universe, all, all divinely guided. So mm. I think I'll jump in, do my run up, and then we can go from how we collided. We'll meet um, you back at the crossroads. Yeah, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, very different, very different life to Beth, which is the beauty of us as well, because we bring in that polarity. So I was a, I was raised by a single mother, a powerhouse of a woman, um, very much 
feminist and not in that way don't you know not in the toxic feminist way that people the world likes to portray feminism feminism if you do google it means equality for all so that's what she would raise me with but at the end of the day women are insanely suppressed here so of course I was going to have a lot of that pointed out as a woman and how I could be empowered and stand in my power as a woman as I grew so it was me and my mum and I had a part-time dad I suppose I should mention him um but like you said like you can feel my energy on that one so yeah I had a um fantastic mum that really really was an artist never ever did she bend the knee in that way she always created she always drew she had a very very tough 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 life and art saved her so there was no way she was ever going to let go of art and um yeah she really showed me that you do what you love, which I feel really grateful for. I was also really surrounded uh, surrounded by a lot of alternative people. And I mean a lot. We're looking at fellow artists, drummers, DJs, musicians, um, performers, fire spinners, the lot, a lot of, you know, raves and drum and bass. And yeah, a lot of music and expression was definitely a thing and theme in my life. I was always encouraged to express myself and to be who I came here to be. Um, but with that mother being single parent, at times I had to be extremely independent. I was an only child. Um, so yeah, literally, whereas the polarity, Beth had a really big family and had that real family energy having those aunts and uncles it was just me and my mum in London we didn't actually have as much as I had family up north but it was me and her um, down in London now in London I don't know whether anyone's been there but it is a city of diversity it is a city of every shade of skin you could possibly think of every religion um, my classrooms when I was growing up were extremely multicultural um my mother had a mixed race uh brother so his father was black so I had a uncle that was had deeper skin her father was also due to her upbringing was actually gay and spent a lot of his time in the closet came out um when my mum was late late 20s early 30s and um so I was raised with a grandfather that had a husband so again extremely layered, extremely colorful. And I really believe it gave me the lens of diversity so I could do this work. There isn't no subject I've ever come across. There's no bullying scene I've never, I haven't seen. And there's no suppression I haven't witnessed in ways, especially having a single mom in a patriarchal world, which constantly told us she couldn't and that no. And we constantly were in certain situations where people would push it knowing that she was vulnerable. So there was quite a bit of fire and hostility in my life growing up, but there was also this complete and utter safety of me and my mum in our little house in London. And also having that view of London, there's a, a, an incredibly layered, complex layers, complex layers of slang. So a lot of us use different different um, words for things. There's no words that are off limits. Everyone calls each other blood, brother, no matter religion, shade. And I mean, this is London, it really is. And when, if anyone goes there, you will get it exactly what I mean as soon as you step into the place. 
Um, <clears throat> so that was where I kind of, and like I said, having a grandfather like I had, having my uncle, having all these amazing rich cultures and colours and, and just actually seeing how people can always then come together and love each other was I just think a really, really good example for me. I didn't come from much. I didn't. I was, but I'm from a council estate. I mean, <clears throat> a lot of the kids on the street didn't have a lot, but one thing we did have was each other. We had connection and it was a really, really lovely way to grow up. Um, a lot of people might not agree, <laughs> but I wouldn't change it for the world because I'm not a victim of my own life. I very much embraced my own life and everything that had happened to me from a young age was meant to happen so that I could be here. But <clears throat> of course, due to everything that did happen to me, I reached a certain age. Um, I was a performer. So like Beth, I performed, um, but I also got uh, really suppressed by everyone around me. Um, the recession actually hit in the UK, the first recession when the Tories got in. <sighs> scumbags <laughs> yeah just you know when the Tories got in um they took a lot of the money out of the system so I couldn't see a way out I couldn't see a way forward I couldn't see a way of being myself and when I turned 21 I booked a ticket <clears throat> and I came out alone and I just thought oh screw it it's got to be better than here and yeah to be fair had an adventure, went traveling, met my partner, and then I got a job at a restaurant. And I met this really cool English chick. That <laughs> was like Scorpio fucking my ass off at the end of the bar, penetrating through my soul. And yeah, so I was serving drinks and this, yeah, this, this Scorpio fucking cool rad chick came up to me and said, are you English? <laughs> <laughs> I said, how'd you guess? <laughs> <laughs> to which she laughed. And honestly, me and you, when it literally, I ended up checking the roster for this girl. I was like, okay, yeah, on. yeah she is. Mm -hmm. We're going to laugh all fucking day. Yeah. But what happened was, which is an, another real synchronicity to us, which definitely has to be mentioned, is that, yes, I surprisingly with my amazing now husband that I met surprisingly had fell pregnant and I literally had to come in I said to Beth oh you know I'm gonna have to work three more months and then I'm done and Beth was like awesome <laughs> okay fully supported but I came down didn't I for a visit and mm. I was like I'm just popping in for a visit I'm just wrapping everything up um how are yous and Beth was like, I'm going on break. I'm going to come sit with you. Came and sat with me and literally was like, Ruby, I'm fucking pregnant. And I was like, <laughs> sorry, what? Oh, I can't eat. <laughs> she was like, I'm pregnant. And I said, five months after. And I literally was only five months pregnant. So I had yeah. no one and neither did Beth. Like we had no one really. Beth did have her sister. Luckily, her sister was living here, which is such a blessing for you to have. Mm. Um, but literally, I was like, what? Like, wow. And then literally, we became that for each other. That one day, didn't we, for each other, that when all the nights mm. were dark and it was all too much and Link's knees and one of them. Yeah. Was, and we, we both had two beautiful boys 
mine's name, my first son's name, Sterling and Link. And yeah. well, this is all we knew at the time. We had an Aries son and a Virgo son. Yeah. And, <laughs> and this Can I just say our... as well, neither were go. planned. They yeah. were almost like. Neither. There we go. Place. Like just, yeah. Yep. It was, and I don't mean to be crude, but it was like one time, one off thing. Like it was, we were both actively practicing Hi, safe yeah. sex. <laughs> yes, it was we not were. like it was not supposed to happen as such. It just was literally synchronized. Yeah. We actually have this joke now that like I say that Lincoln Sterling look were looking at each other in the in the light and they were like, right, son, you go down first. I'll meet you in five months. Seriously, because that is what it feels like to this point. And they are best friends. Like, and I know, yeah. look, I know that um obviously knowing each other their lives, but they genuinely one has a Gemini moon, Link has a Gemini moon, and Sterling has a Saggy moon, right? Me and Beth have a Gemini and a Saggy sun. Yeah. And then Link has an Aries sun, which is I have an Aries moon. And Sterling has a Virgo sun. And Beth has a Virgo moon. Like, I'm sorry, you can't make this yeah. shit up. It's literally the reverse of us, isn't the it? The reverse like of a... us. And they yeah. get on like that. Mm. It's just pretty, yeah, it's pretty darn awesome to see them now especially link when I was with bed witness to Beth's birth and to you know the the place that link was at with his little his little newborn and this little brace and to see him running and being this amazing Mm. awesome action fiery brave kid is just so so good and yeah they're all best friends and they are like literally cousins pretty much Um, which is such an amazing thing. And we've always been so grateful for that. And Mm. then it was about two years ago, which, like I said, I think we're going to do another episode, a nice vulnerable spiritual awakening episode on this. But it was about maybe about two years just over where it was spiritual awakening time. Um, I had always, like I said, with an awakened mum that was yoga. She was into Buddhism. She was into spirit sign she was into the lot I always had this really aware knowledge of it but I had to dim it during the matrix I got sucked into the matrix as Mm. a teenager as we all do early 20s I really feel that is a time of ego for everyone and um so I put a lot of my practices and crystals and a lot of like my mum raised me showing crystals and talking about crystals literally but I dimmed it all and I hid it all and Beth had all, always had little fascinations with it all as well. Like, like we mm. said, we spoke about our two. My mum and son. uncle very much were so in the UK. Yeah. Fox hunting's massive, yeah. and they were saboteurs. Yeah. So they used to go to the hunt because they really that. disagreed with the way that the foxes were killed. Disgusting. And yeah. they used to saboteur, and my my uncle would get like beaten, and my mum because they were both runners so running is also in my family as well yeah. um they were both champion runners so they could outrun you know somewhat of the and my uncle definitely could so I was raised with people around me that stood up to strong strong men on horses yes. 
yes in a stronger higher position and went what you're doing is fucking wrong Wrong, and I'm going to be the one that stands up for the the one that can't that doesn't have a voice so I was raised by people that told me that when someone's doing something morally wrong you stand up and say no no I will not conform because you tell me to conform I will not agree and in fact I'll do better I'll stand up and say no don't do it to that person don't do it to that fox yeah you know like I know that that's like a different example that this but it's a Virgo different, example but it is no, very your much example. how I was yeah. raised definitely yeah, you stood up for what, definitely what was wrong definitely like or what, I, what was against your morals and your ethics you know yeah exactly and it was very Virgo it's very service it's about protecting animals like it was mm. and that like my mum was part of that movement as well but it was in a completely different way like mm. you, I know that your mum loved Stevie Nicks like she was a crystal mm. planet lover like whereas my mum was a punk so it was like very my mum was so on the masculine side of things with being like anarchy and fucking protesting in the street and all that stuff for the human side but then yeah I really feel like your side had some real activism in there for sure which inspired you on your activist journey yeah literally yeah whereas I like I said I had that knowledge of that activism and what it was something that was so drummed in and ingrained as well as being spoken to me and and shown whereas you were really shown that and then you also Mm. were raised vegetarian so your Mm. mum was so virgo with her commitment that her kids were not going to eat it or play a part in that because back then animal rights was and even now let's let's not fuck around it's not got that much in some restaurants we couldn't eat because we were vegetarian it just wasn't a thing it just wasn't a thing you had to have chips i remember when it was literally like oh hot chips like that was it and you were like what? yeah because everything what, what have you had got animal in it? salad and chips yeah. yeah and even the chips were cooked in animal fat probably yeah so then like my mum would be like no nah, we'll pass on the chips we'll just have you know cheese pizza and salad yeah. so we were raised very healthily which is probably where my health backgrounds and roots come from because a lot of the time it was just you know basic foods basic vegetables there was no replacement I'm putting inverted commas replacement for me because we know now that you can replace meat with vegetables and other proteins, beans and whatever. And um, but there was no replacement There's for the a meat. lot more supplements, I feel, than yeah. what they had. They did not have as much supplements, especially your um, your uncle being a vegan back then was a oh, lot harder. Like I did so have, I had a stepmom that was a vegan. And I remember the mm. first time she was able to try ice cream after, and it was all for animal rights too. I feel like she's got heavy Virgo. Um, but yeah, she was someone as well that was literally like, I can't, um, she couldn't have anything. And I remember when I came down one weekend and she was just like, oh, guess what, Ruby? And I was like, what? She's like, they've made ice cream. And she was so excited that made soy ice cream. Like that's yeah. where we were. There was one shop. I don't know whether you remember. Yeah, Holland I remember and Barrett. one shop. Yes. <laughs> but that was, that I knew you were going to say there. it. Holland and Barrett was yeah. the one shop you could get it from as well. So yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty such a movement and yeah, such a Virgo energy. That's why I'm so glad you highlighted that Virgo energy. I had a lot of scorpionic. It's a lot me. of earth as well. Yeah. I feel like earth signs in general are very um have very holistic approaches yeah. as well. Yeah. As well as other signs, but yeah, definitely those strong because they're so connected to the earth, you know? Yeah, exactly. 
exactly i had this more of a scorpion i had a mother that had died and reborn died and reborn died and reborn she has a virgo rising so no wonder she was for the animals as well no wonder she was such a um just like having this lens of service she will drop anything Mm. for anyone if they need to be served but she definitely had the scorpio son of like you can't control me don't you fucking yeah So she really was like, don't control people. And especially when you're a woman in this world, you are, men just control you. They just think they can, even if they don't Mm. even know you. And it's just, that's why we're making this, obviously, to equalise, to bring the divine feminine to where it should be. Um, Mm. But yeah, I had a lot more of that anarchy and that kind of, yeah, that masculine mum in ways, because she had a Gemini moon, which is a masculine sign. So I really feel like she had that outward masculine energy, which really nurtured my masculine. And that's Mm. why I got so confused in school when people hated on me for it, didn't Mm. like for it, because it was something I was always loved for and something I was always praised for. My mum praised my performances and my loudness and my giggles. And and yeah, so I guess it's just society when they're so fearful, they just want to they want you to be small like them. So I was always yeah. told I'm very Jupiter, like I'm very Jupiter. I'm expansive and I grow and I get bigger and I get bigger in ways. And that was never honored in my life. And that's one of the mm. reasons I left. And that's why I, I personally, like Beth said, she was just homesick. I missed my people. Like I missed the Brits. Don't get me wrong. I missed the British wit. We are the funniest people in the world. And I'm going to go out there and say that we are hilarious. I mean, Monty Python, right? Go watch that and then come back to me. (laughs) Because (laughs) literally like geniuses when it comes to comedy might be a little bit too PT. (laughs) Might uh, not be that politically correct, but it is. I don't mind dark humor. I, you know, I love a bit of that, but that's British for you as well. We're in cancel culture as well. Yeah. I did miss that British camaraderie, but I never pined for the life that I had because due to the dimming, due to the amount of energy I had come my way, tell me I couldn't be big, tell me I couldn't yeah. be loud, tell me I wasn't good at things. It was excessive when I left. And that's something I, and I never really, I mean, I did receive it here. The in-laws were hell, but once I had, I just feel like Australia has room for me to expand. I know that sounds weird and crazy, but this country is so vast Mm. and so big. I finally feel small. I felt Mm. way too big for England. And here Mm. I like that. I feel small. I like that. I feel smaller. And I don't mean that in the way that it might be picked up. I can't actually describe what that means and how that means. I guess sometimes when you are so big, I mean, I feel too big for my body most days. Like, when you feel so big sometimes you just want somewhere where you don't you just can feel small and you don't feel like you're overwhelming everyone and everything Mm. and and yeah Australia and the ocean like the ocean my eyes close as I speak because it it, that me it makes me go it grounds me because again like we said fire is spirit fire is so big and it reaches the highest so having that water to cool me down and to ground me and to know how big the ocean is here and how I'm very small in it it's the best way to ground me and that's just my vibe and it's not advice for anyone else that's my only intuitive energy 
on how I cope with being so fucking big. Um, mm. But it's also something that I don't never apologize for now. I completely and utterly own. And I'm grateful to Oz for that. I'm grateful to Oz for my husband, who is Australian, and um, my beautiful boys, who are now Aussie. Um, and yeah, there is. And also Beth, because I genuinely yeah. wouldn't have met my soul sister. Mm. I didn't travel to the other side of the world to meet her. And that is a pretty crazy and amazing thing. And I guess that's why we felt it was so important mm. to tell this part of our journey and story. So yeah. you guys really know how we got here and how we've ended up actually evolving together too. Like having our, yeah. like, I mean, yes, I had this, I did. I had this spiritual shift where I went, fuck it. I'm not in the closet anymore. It's all coming out. And Beth had her spiritual awakening where she went, fuck it. I am completely and utterly awakened to everything. I mm. always knew it. My mum and uncle and always displayed it to me. But now I'm stepping into the fact that this world is out of balance and it's out of tilt. And also I am an intuitive being and I'm going to start fucking leaning into it. And God, she's rocked it ever since. Mm. don't get me wrong it was a hard and cold awakening yours was which yeah. is definitely we're gonna dive right into yeah. that into an, in another episode mm. um but on in contrast to the way that you feel about us part of my journey and is my journey is uh surrendering Yes. to the fact that I'm here and mm. these are my choices and mm. this is my path and everything that I had and was my past is in my past and this is my mm. present and future and that's a, it's been quite a difficult um idea or uh situation to get my head around and it still sometimes does get the better of me because I yearn for my mum and dad for example um and especially over the period of covid um when it's not been you know before that it was on a plate like you could go come and go as you pleased mm. um but yeah it's definitely it's we're in a different place I think or we have been in a different place and now I'm just surrendering to the idea that mm. you know trust trust the universe trust your path I signed up to this these are my lessons it's in my birth chart and I think that's why yes. and how I've really deeply been drawn and obsessed with astrology because I know I just say that it gives so many answers, but it's literally my life map. Yes. It's, it's my ma my life mapped out and it explains that this was always going to be your journey. You were always going to do this. You're always going to be here. You're always going to have to learn those lessons. Whilst we get some element of free will, definitely, you're still going to learn the lessons you signed up for. You're just, your free will is the way that you learn them. Mm -hmm. You might learn them with the different people that you signed contracts yeah. with. Yes. But essentially, the lessons you signed up for are the lessons you're going to learn in one way or another. And if you're not learning them and they're in your blueprint, well, you better start learning them because they're going to come up time and time again. again. Bang. Mm. Yes, sister. Proper. And on that note. Yeah. Let's wrap note. this up because, yeah, Perfect. you've got I to know us. I've done it. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I do. I honestly feel like on that note. That You've got the beginning. Episode. Yep, that's the episode. Ferrari of... season. This welcome. is our history. Yeah, the beginning. Welcome to us. Welcome. Welcome. To us. Welcome. welcome, welcome, welcome. 
Yeah, this is what you're in store for, guys. This is what you signed up for. All right, you fellow mystics out there, you've signed up for the mission and now we've collided, whether you found us on the potty or the gram. We are all here together. Hand in hand, we shall rise. So, yes, sister. After that, we hope you yeah. have a fantastic day and we will see you in the next episode. We will see you in the next episode. If you guys are interested in booking a read with either Ruby or I, check us out on our Instagram. So Ruby's at Ruby Kaleidoscope. I'm at The Messengers Mystic. And we can help you out. Just send us a DM if you want some more information, but it's all there. If you yeah. like our stuff, mm-hmm. like, share, comment, subscribe, <laughs> um, because we love doing this and we'd yeah. love to know if you're loving it. Um, and if you're not loving it, message as well just yeah. let us know what you're not loving don't message me can't please. promise to change <laughs> things <laughs> but we'd like to know <laughs> message message a virgo moon don't message the aries moon you get fucking <laughs> all right not here for you <laughs> i'll hold space can't promise we're going to make it but i will hold space <laughs> <laughs> go to the earth Go to the earth, don't come to the fire, please. Um. (laughs) Flame on, motherfucker! (laughs) Um, But on that note, we'll see you on the flip, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We really fucking enjoyed it. And we just hope that you are all, your whole day is surrounded with love and light. And if it's not, it's time to journal okay you got this and i will dive see in you on the flip side Bye. as above so below. so below thank you for listening to this week's episode of the mystics mission podcast to show your support please like comment share and even subscribe we love bringing you this content and we'd love your feedback as above so below